Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, everybody. Welcome back to T-Plus Us Weekly. I'm one of your hosts, Griffin L. Griffin E-Pad. It's always with the wonderful, the amazing Mr. Mitch George. How you doing? We are an audio podcast first, Griffin. You cannot crack <laughs> by me being a goof on camera. I'm, I'm sorry. Even, not only am I cracking, I'm cracking at something that nobody was ever going to see. <laughs> I'd see it if you used my recording, that, to be honest. So at least, you know. Okay, I'm going to need you to send me that. You always want it. It's like I'm just sitting here just dancing away to the music from their intro. No, what's up, folks? Welcome back. To Great D+ intro. Like, what do you want? What do you want from me? It, I, I love the intro. I made the intro. So. <laughs> All right. Show rigmarole. Do it. We are talking about National Treasure Edge of History, Episode 7, Point of No Return. Uh, we got a whole rigmarole here, folks, so let's jump right into it. Remember, folks, if you enjoy the show, please go check us out on YouTube. Link in the description if you're listening to the podcast feeds. If you're on the YouTube, hey, you rock. Thank you. I mean, y'all on the podcast feeds rock, too, but y'all on YouTube especially, you especially are awesome. Thank you for being there. Shout out, too, to the TikToks, because the TikToks, people is seeing the TikToks, and they're engaging with the TikToks, and that's appreciated. Mm-hmm. And Osmosis Jones... Got a sequel, and that sequel is Strange World. Yeah, go watch our Strange World. I'll tell you what, we have officially made it on uh, on YouTube because I've already had to start deleting comments on the Strange World. Uh, oh, no. you got to send me screenshots before you do that because I got to see some of the vitriol people are putting oh, out. Oh, yeah. No. Remember, folks, gay rights, human rights. Keep it nice in the comments, please. I was going to say, we're, I don't think we put out any vibes except for like, hang out, have a good time, don't be a dick. So. Yeah, but people just look up Strange World and be like, oh, you like this movie that includes, you know, representation. So I was going to say, I also you. definitely put a bunch of tags on that that were like LGBTQ plus representation, gay, main oh, gay yeah. character. That's what it should be because that's, you know, not central to that movie, but it is great that that movie does that. Yeah, it's still important. Um, yeah. But yeah, folks. We're we not got... talking about Strange World yeah. again today. <laughs> I was going to say, we're make Although, another go Strange, Strange World episode. Go watch our... Yeah, go watch Strange World, go watch our episode. But it's yeah, great. Go check us out on YouTube. The YouTube has a bunch of fun stuff. We got our Strange World episode up. We've got these episodes going up there. And we even have a trailer reacts to the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. Uh, we've also got edited version, edited down versions and highlights of everything on TikTok right now. Um, also going up as YouTube shorts. Video is off the chain right now. Should we have reacted to the uh, Monday Night Football Ant-Man trailer? Yes. College football. Did we? College football finals. College football, whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ant-Man got college football. Mando got Monday Night Football, right? Yeah. Uh, would we Would we have done that? Yes. Did Griffin forget we do those things and just watch it and I still haven't seen it? Yes. Did I watch it because I was already us... watching football? Yes. <laughs> but that's all good because you can expect us to do an episode on Ant-Man and the Wasp when that drops. Uh, also, month, the next trailer. A month we today, be actually, is like we're a month out from Ant-Man. It's here. Look, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The next trailer we should be getting is probably going to be Secret Invasion. 100%. So we will react to that. 
Do we need another secret? In- okay, we're not talking about this now. National Treasure. National Treasure. I mean, it's going to be a great episode regardless. We're talking about National Treasure, <laughs> yes. episode seven. Remember, folks, this is full spoiler for the entire series, both the show and the two National Treasure movies. Uh, I'll hit y'all with that plot recap. We'll hit a very, very quick, did we enjoy this episode or not? And then we will go full spoilers. Uh, the pot, the uh, plot synopsis for this one is, Jess sacrifices everything to confront her dad's killer to find the last piece of the map. Mitch, did you enjoy this week's episode? Yes, I did quite a lot. And I hate that it ended on a cliffhanger. That Oops, cliffhanger spoilers. was rude to a degree of, I can't wait for next week. But no, I really enjoyed this episode. This show continues to be great. Everyone should go check it out and go check it out and come right on back as we're going to start spoiling this. Now, it wasn't Salazar. Salazar was, okay, so here's my th- here's my theory. So obviously in the person that's her dad. Yeah, I think Billy's been Salazar the whole time. Either Billy's been Salazar the whole time and she knew he was there, or Salazar's long dead. Yeah, I don't know, because, I mean, I thought it could still be Greybeard who was still following the kids to Mexico, but I'm assuming that was just Billy keeping tabs on them with that guy. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was a plot point that seems blatantly obvious in hindsight that, you know, the, the dude in prison isn't actually the dude who's supposed to be in prison. Ultimately, it leads us on a treasure hunt for another thing, and it we're doing a prison is, break. Yeah, that'll be great, but we haven't seen that yet. And this just became we're going to steal from nuns. Yeah, and except like while that's great, like it it the series is starting to feel a little samey. It is, but also they they had a fantastic moment, at least to me, in that heist. Like music is coming around into this series a, a lot. And I really love that, whether it's with uh, Liam's character, with, like, the bar, and people, like, saw his Graceland stuff, or in the, the playing of the organ, how it all came back to her mom's lullaby. And the lullaby was actually, like, from her, her dad's hometown, and it actually is the song of the daughters of the Twisted Serpent? Two daughters of the Plumed, plumed Serpent. 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 I can't talk. Like, I love how it all comes together with that in music specifically. But that moment when, like, they're getting caught by the nun and she's like, no, I've been waiting for this. Take it. Not my problem anymore. <laughs> like, it was the most, like, okay, good. Thank God I don't have to deal with this anymore. But also, it was such a sweet moment. I I kind of got that, like... I got a feeling that was the way it was going to go with the way that she reacted to the song in the courtyard before she came running with the other, with the, the flock of nuns as Oren put it, which I thought was great. See, I he realized had, it when she Oren made had, everyone else stay back. Yeah. Oren had so many great moments this episode. Just shout out to Oren. Dude, the, the other, whole, like he had the, he had the go box ready to go with the, with the cash and oh the burner God. phones. That and, was the other best moment uh, of this. Like Oren is quick, has quickly become my favorite character in this show. Absolutely. He's he's a complete himbo, where he's a complete idiot. But he's he a is dopey the, sneakerhead. He has the biggest heart of anybody in this show. I mean, also shout out to Ethan for traveling to Mexico. I I still feel like there's something going on. Like it was it. I know this show it is all about these weird, strange, convenient truths that just sort of oh yeah, we just Ethan just showed up because he felt felt like he had to be there with his friends. And it's, I would love to see them, you know, subvert our expectations there. And there was actually something more to him arriving that abruptly in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it will. 
Honestly, but I feel like it would. See. I feel like it would almost be more refreshing if there wasn't. If it was just very much, you know, like, formulaic treasure hunt, friends find treasure and beat bad guy. Well, not even that, but like have the twist be something other than him. Yeah, because like this entire season, we have been suspicious as all hell of him. Like, <laughs> we have literally been doing the thing of like nobody is that nice. <laughs> I mean, we said that about literally every male character in this show, which I also love. Like, Oren had another great moment there of like, of course they hid it in a co- in a convent. Men can't go in there. And all the conquistadors were men. It's like, yeah, that obviously makes sense for a secret society of women to hide this thing in a women's only building. Like, that just makes sense. Yeah, it was so, God, so much about this episode was so good. This episode also reminded me of a, of a thing that I haven't thought about in far too long. And it's just how much I hate cryptocurrency. I could forgot, totally forgot that Billy's like whole backstory was like she owned like a massive crypto company. Which we don't even get context for that. It's just like, all right, we're making national treasure in 2023. What do we have to include? Crypto! We just needed a reason for her to be rich. I'm like, this is not how any of this shit works. No, and especially, like, the, the live-in nurse, is, it's like, okay, I'm going to transfer your money. All right, do you accept this whatever amount of Bitcoin transfer from this Decline. person? It's not as simple as pop-up says yes or no, and you say no. Dude, like, this, is a character this, is, like, <laughs> this character has been the most melodramatic character of the entire show, and it's kind of hilarious. That, that's just the way to describe this whole series. It's melodramatic, and it has been from the get-go. We knew what we were getting. And we've had a good time with it, but it's not good television. It's popcorn television. Oh yeah. I mean let's talk let's talk about like that whole storyline there of like specifically with this scene of um Liam coming back to the bar of one of the worst delivered lines I have seen of I will give you a thousand dollars for a song. <laughs> thousand bucks for one song. Hash. Like, come on. It was so bad, but well, so good. No, what's, what's worse, earlier in the episode, when Liam is discovering that the, the clue room has been ransacked and for whatever reason, picks up a single headphone and the only thing he can say is, Jess. Like, what? Look, no. the, the only reason I give that any amount of credit is because it was it was a pink AirPod. And they were using okay. those together earlier in the show. I'm just surprised they got away with that because, like, look, it, in, a, in a show as ridiculous as you don't usually this, see focus on bootleg ripoff AirPods. No, or, those aren't bootleg. You know, those are products. actual AirPods. They don't make pink AirPods. They, I'm pretty. I thought they did. No, AirPods are all all that Apple. White. I could have sworn that Air that Apple had made started making different colors. They do it for the Home Pods. They don't do it for AirPods, as far as I know looking this up this doesn't feel right no it's it 100 it's true apple does not make so the airpods max their over-ear headphones come in different colors but the airpods themselves don't huh that's kind of surprising honestly i feel like that'd be like a super easy customization See, i feel like that's like thing. i feel like that's early 2000s apple where they made the ipod touch and ipod um 
nano and all that stuff in like 17 different colors. And I know I'm dating myself here and Griffin probably has no idea what I'm talking about. Back in the nano. day, Griffin, we had to have a standalone device for listening to music. It wasn't just built into your phone. Up yours, I had a bright lime green iPod nano. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm leaning into the bit that you were a child. I'm young. I'm not that young. I'm still old compared to some people. My little brother and his friends would love to remind me. Seriously. It only gets worse once you start going gray. They're they're really mean. And then you neglect to get a haircut for a year and you have to start wearing headbands like me. Although I, I, I like the long hair, so... I do too, which is why I'm trying to let it grow out. I, I I keep getting told I should get haircuts. If those continue to frequently be told to me by my wife, then I will probably have to obey. <laughs> See, what I do is I go get haircuts, but I just have them like clean it up and trim it up so it doesn't get too shaggy. It's just that's the what right I'm level thinking this. That's what I'm thinking this time around, just to see it, if I can grow because like I. During the pandemic, I mean, this is a total tangent, and I don't know why we're getting into this conversation. Everyone we grew out there. We talked about sports right? in the first five minutes of the last episode. So, Yeah, that's true. Everyone everyone fell off as soon as we started talking about college football. Um, during the pandemic, you know, everything was shut down. So I didn't get a haircut for like 18 months or something like that, or at least 12 months. And I kind of liked the, the longer hair look and also the beard. The beard helps a lot. I'm sorry, Griffin, but the beard does help. Look, I can't um, grow a beard to save my life. And I Yeah, and then I, I cut it and I kinda hair. yeah, like I yeah, like I cut my hair, I kinda regretted it. So now I'm just like, hey, you know, twenty twenty three might be the year of long hair Mitch. We'll see. Yeah. Uh long hair is where it's at, honestly. But now bringing it back <laughs> bringing it back around. Um I think one of the there was a lot of like really great moments this this episode. Like I think the low point was probably the Liam stuff. The FBI stuff was kind of a right there for me as well. Um, See, the the FBI stuff reminded me a lot of the FBI stuff in the movies of just you're you're yelling at your screen. You people are dumb. Get Dude, this it guy, right. This guy is can't. going to go down as like the single worst member of the FBI ever. There's a reason he's the head of the New Orleans division. And that's all I'm going to say. Like, it's just it's funny to me of like. They set up this character to be like, oh, yeah, I was the one who didn't take the call and screwed that up. Now I'm going to screw it up again. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, be like, well, I'm glad you I, I I can already see that last episode when they arrest Billy for the murder of Peter Sandusky of like, I'm glad you followed your gut. And I'm I, I'm disappointed in myself for not seeing it sooner and not believing in your, you know, Police person intuition, and I should have, or law per. I, I don't. How do you refer to a lobman. federal agent? I sure. like saying lobman because it sounds like we're in an old west movie. Yippee kaye, mother truckers. Um, it it will go that way eventually. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like I, we're getting to a point where I can telegraph when things specific things are going to happen and by whom they will be done. Like this next episode will be a prison break, but it'll also involve Liam going. And becoming like a double agent and working with the the live-in nurse to like work with Billy, but to do that only to try and stop Billy or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's by the end of the next weird. episode, they will all be together in one big group finding the last spot for the treasure. They'll find the treasure about halfway through the finale, at which point, as they're leaving, the FBI agent will be there or some shit. I'm assuming that, that, that the uh, treasure is going to be in Mexico, though. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like under, I, I don't know. I, I, or, you know, maybe Billy's how they get back into the U S I honestly, I think they get back in the U S by just turning herself in at the border and getting extradited. She, so she mentioned I. that in this episode. And I think that's, that's how they get. Across, that is what we predicted last week. It is. Yeah. And the other thing is when they inevitably do break her dad out of prison, it is going to be like he's going to know where the treasure is because he'll know how to read the map and then they'll go to the treasure, which will be in Mexico, and then it'll be a whole thing. And we'll see what happens, honestly. Like, I'm in for the spectacle of it. None of it remotely makes any logical sense when you think, you know, more than three seconds about any given plot point in this show. Yeah, it is. I mean, National Treasure has always been that way, right? Way right of you can't think too hard. Yeah. No. Sorry, I got distracted. We got another As you comment on the strange world stuff. Um, oh, okay. You screenshot this one. I'm screenshotting this one. It. Actually, I might just leave this one up. It's not too bad. Um, okay. I'm gonna go check it out. No, I think um, I think what's really fi- I'm finding fun about this show is like, yeah, it's super telegraphed. It's super obvious what's there and what's gonna be happening. But it comes down to like that scene with Orin of there is so much heart to it. It's what made those that at least the first one, I haven't watched National Treasure 2 in forever. But it's what made that first one so special, right? Is like it, these characters have so much heart to them. And seeing the ways that cares about each other, like I keep going back to that Orin scene, but the way that um Tasha, I think that's her name. Says yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Tasha's. But the way Tasha's like, "Oh my God, you've been listening to me." Like this totally came out of left field. Was really sweet. Or like when, um, when Ethan and uh, Jess have that conversation of like, "I've got something to tell you. I have something to tell you." Like they have these wonderful moments, and then that moment in the prison with her dad of like him realizing it's her when he sees yeah. the necklace sees her looking exactly like her mom did in the uh in the video that they dug up by the way just such great moments such awesome character scenes like i love watching this so much yeah i mean it tugs at your heartstrings right and it's it's like they're touching moments it's Characters we've been growing to enjoy, you know, following over the last month and a half. And I'm hopeful that we'll get more of this, but there's no guarantees of anything, honestly, especially in this day and age of you look at Netflix canceling every good thing they make because it's not um, it's not as marketable. It's not as, you know, big budget, big name brand recognition synergies all this literally anybody will save inside job or dead end paranormal park it's not happening but i have hope i haven't seen either of them so i blame myself for this you gotta watch both watch oh this is a shout out to everybody watch dead end paranormal park okay it is secretly amazing see i am to the point though where i want to just cancel netflix entirely and that's not a shot at Netflix. I know we, we're here hosting a Disney Plus podcast, you know, us versus them. No, HBO we were just Max, talking the other episode about how much Disney we like Wednesday. So. It, well, that's exactly it, right? Like, there's things that I enjoy there, but their business practices, the way that they're going to be cutting off um, 
account sharing, which I will admit that it is something that we use within our family dynamic to of like, yeah, one person pays for the services. We have family sharing set up and we split the cost. So yeah, we because use the same thing. Who in their right mind who in their right mind is paying twenty bucks a month for Netflix for one person? That's a psychopath. Yeah, like my parents what have it, it and then I use this the family account. My little brother who lives in Texas uses the same account. Like Yeah. That's it's just all the way it's done. That's how Netflix operates. And Netflix is gonna lose a ton of money when this happens it gets rolled out. We're gonna cancel ours, honestly, and it's gonna be a shame because there are things that I enjoy watching when we go there. I just I turned it on yesterday. I'm like, oh, the Snake Eyes G.I. Joe movie is on Netflix in Canada, and I wanted to watch that. So yeah, I'm gonna throw that on before we cancel Netflix. But it's just one of those things of like they're continuing to make decisions that are not in the best interest of the consumer. What with the cancellation of content and moving towards just promoting and building out these, you know, the big names of Netflix, your strange, your uh, stranger things and stuff like that. And we're seeing that across industries, I think right now, and the current economic situation is partially or entirely to blame for it of consolidating on large marketable brands and not taking like less business risk or less creative risks with the things that are being made. You look at what happened with Ubisoft earlier this week or last week. I forget when it actually happened. Um, of, layoffs. And I, I'm sorry, we're getting outside of off topic of Disney stuff, but no, this all comes back. It all comes about, back around. I promise, folks. It will. It will stick with stick with me a moment of you know sticking to only the household names for what they're working on, your Assassin's Creeds and other things like that, and canceling a whole bunch of unannounced projects because they didn't feel confident enough that it would be worth the business risk to put out something that was not a household brand or, or or something that was recognized by the mass consumer. And the mass consumer is looking to binge Marvel shows and play Madden and play Call of Duty. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is how I consume most of my television and film content, honestly, is what is the flavor of the week? What's the hot top? What's the hot topic? What's the goss? And I watch all the big Marvel shows and the Star Wars shows and the Netflix shows, except we still have to finish Wednesday. It's one of those things of brands are what sells and Disney is all about what brands will sell and doubling down on it. That's why we've gotten as much Star Wars as we have on Disney Plus, as much Marvel as we've gotten on Disney Plus. And probably why people aren't watching National Treasure, even though it's based on, uh, I would call a cult classic film series. Yeah, I don't I think it so. has any large following whatsoever, but people enjoyed those movies. But my sister, who will watch those movies two or three times a year, got bored and just isn't enjoying it because it's not it's not quite up to what those films did in terms of the spectacle. And people show up for spectacle. Avengers uh, Kang Dynasty or Avengers Secret Wars will break box office records Again, I mean, I think we have a great example with our trailer reacts of like we're talking about Mando and like, obviously, we're very excited for the Mandalorian season three. But that is all spectacle. We are also like, at least sort of fresh by like a couple months at this point off of Andor, which is easily the best Star Wars show out there. It's best show I watched last year. Yeah, like, but it's not talked about as much because it's not much spectacle. Like, talking with, like, my family who was watching it, they were bored. Which, I understand, those first three episodes are very slow. The whole show is very slow to slowly build tension, to build up to something amazing at the very end. Those aren't the kind of shows that get a lot of attention. This is one of those where it's like, 
It's a slow burn. It's a consistent burn, but it's very slow. Frankly, it's the kind of thing of like, I'm not on Wednesday. I get excited for certain shows. Um, cause that's when we drop our stuff. We have a great time. That's why we recorded on Wednesdays. This isn't one we, where I'm necessarily it's why we super... try to record on Wednesdays. Right. We're doing good tonight, but it doesn't. We've done good hit, the last couple just... of weeks. That's <laughs> um, life. Yeah. No, but like the whole point of it is like, you gotta be excited for that drop. And I'm not necessarily always excited for this drop. Like I am excited in the way of, Oh, we get to talk about it again this week, but it's not hang like, out. That's fun. It's not like the Marvel stuff or the Star Wars stuff where I'm being West Coast, staying up till midnight to watch it the night before. It's I'm so envious of you for being able to do that. It's really nice. But I haven't done I it have since. done that for I have done that accidentally for only a single episode of any of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. Do you know which one that is, Griffin? I feel like I've told you. I think it was Hawkeye. It was the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. For oh, whatever reason that night, I just could not get a sl- get to sleep and just ended up staying up and, and watching it that night. But it is not easy to do, although East Coast is Beast Coast. Well, so, so that's the thing. The last show I did where I was staying up till midnight to watch it was Miss Marvel. Yeah. And that was that thing of like, I was super excited for it. And I was excited for Andor too, but in a, in a different way. Andor yeah. was more, uh, you can't watch that movie in the middle of the night because you're not going to remember it because you're exhausted. Um, I we like more of these shows obviously need this excitement around them, and I'm just not sure how they're going to get them. Like, obviously, the entertainment risk industry is built on risk versus reward. It that's really just all the industry, but I think it's most that's just obvious capitalism. Yeah, I think it's most obvious in entertainment. Like we talked about strange, we've been talking about Strange World a lot, where it was high risk, possible high reward, and it just it didn't pay off, which Intent. is a bummer. It's a great movie, go watch it. Um, but we yeah, seen... don't listen to what the comments on the YouTube shorts say. It's it's a good movie, go watch it. <laughs> but what you what you see there is, okay, let's take the data back, let's see what we do, and we're gonna get some more samey stuff because that's typically what is safe. It's why we've had the same style of animation in Disney for the past decade. It's why you're seeing so much consolidation in the business industry. I think Disney was at the forefront of this with their acquisitions of Lucasfilm and Marvel and Pixar over the last, you know, two decades of they could see this coming and sort of anticipated it got out ahead of it, knowing that they would then have these brands to fall back on when economic hardships hit. And I think having a platform to fall back on where you get to split less of your costs with, you know, theater chains and distributors and advertising and all of that stuff. And you can control all that in-house is a way to maximize revenue. Because at the end of the day, Disney, Netflix, Sony, Paramount, they're all businesses. And they want to make money and continue to make way too much money. But if they don't do that, then we lose out on the entertainment that we really enjoy and that we love. So it's it's one of those things of it's a very yes, cruel and fucked up catch twenty two. Uh, exactly, and it's it's hard to wrestle with that internal conflict when you look at something like um, Hogwarts Legacy, a video game that's coming out shortly based on the Harry Potter franchise, and there are a lot of people that love Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling is a garbage human being, and supporting that game in any way will go to further support her as a creator and as a world builder and it's not right i mean she literally continue. makes jokes about like 
Oh yeah, I'm losing a fan base. Ha ha. Let me go look at my royalty check. Yeah, and that's not right. And Disney is also another company that has a shady past and currently shadier business practices. We don't know what's going on behind the curtain. We don't know what the Grand Wizard of Oz is doing behind all the spectacle they put out in front of us because that isn't for us, you know, consumers to really know. It is, here's the new thing on Wednesday or Friday, depending on if it's film or television or if it's, you know, Disney Plus original or something being, you know, released there like Black Panther in a couple of weeks. And you'll just take it and enjoy it. And unfortunately, that just is the way the world works, uh, at least currently, unless we go through some sort of, you know, democratic revolution or global economic yeah, it. I don't know. I, I, we're getting way too philosophical. <laughs> we got yeah. We got really uh, really deep show really fast. about finding a. We they found the blue box and now they're gonna break a dude out of prison. Only you national treasure can get us off on these tangents. <laughs> I mean, just anything related to the current global economic situation will probably get us on these conversations. Fair and enough. if do expect more of this over time. So if you did stick with us through this. I appreciate you because I love having a soapbox to sort of just vent all of my insecurities and frustrations. So. To our credit, we stuck with we we did a pretty good job of sticking with the show for the first at least like twenty minutes. That's a win. But honestly, we did good. Book. I'd call that a win. <laughs> no, it. Oh look, it's a fact another, that another thing dropping is. on Disney. Look at look, another thing drops on Disney Plus next week that I'm not going to watch, which is a behind the scene documentary on Willow, of which I have seen none. We really need to watch that. I don't, though. I don't have any interest in it. I, I love that I brought back this cult classic favorite of people and made a series out of it. Nobody is talking about Willow. Nobody is talking about National Treasure. But you can guarantee that when Mando drops on March 1st, that's all anyone is going to be talking about on the internet. The plot twist, Mando, like the first episode of Mando is just absolutely terrible and no one talks about it. I mean, they'll talk about how terrible it is, no matter what, it, like positive or negative engagement, as we would know from talking about Strange World on the internet. At the end of the day, it's engagement. It's clicks. It's going to put it in front of more people. So thank you to all of you commenters out there who are leaving those comments on the Strange World short video, TikTok, whatever, because it just means more people are seeing it. And it's literally blowing up. It is the biggest thing that either of us has probably ever produced. So yeah, it's doing weirdly you. well, and thank you, haters, for that. Like here's haters that reminder, folks, hate. that every when you interact with something negatively, you are helping the content. So uh, if you hate it, don't interact with it. No, don't no. Continue to interact with it. Unless it's us. Unless it's us. If you hate us, yell at us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a masochist <laughs> saying that. No, we gotta wrap this episode yeah. up before we nah, say something. Screw. Really Let's just stupid. keep talking about how the whole whole you know whole Western economy is gonna collapse. Oh, and how the, our world's on fire and it's a capitalistic hellscape. No, nah. no, no. It's only it's only on fire if you live in California. I got news for Otherwise, you about Oregon. Oregon's also on fire during the summers. Um, <laughs> now, folks, that's all we've got for this week's episode. Obviously, we will be around talking about National Treasure next week and the week after for the finale. After that, we are going to be uh, switching. No, we have three more, don't we? Isn't it three ten more? episodes or is I it thought nine? it was nine. I thought it was ten. I really thought it was nine. Either way, we're we're I'm a double check. We're you seeing this going. one through to the end. Um, IMDb after, says ten. Then ten it is for the next few episodes. Um, we will get through all of that. We'll have a good time. We're talking about that. We are going to be talking about other shows on the main one. Like we'll do one big episode for Bad Batch, and we will. Our next weekly series will be The Mandalorian season three. 
like we said, obviously we're going to talk about it. It's going to do numbers because it's going to be super popular. Um, yeah, go That's check why out. We need our you other to keep though. negatively engaging with all of our videos before keep it comes yelling out. Yelling at us. It does drop. People will see it. I just want you all to yell at Mitch. I'm used to it. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, come check out our other stuff, though. We are, do have an episode up about Strange World. We have in trailer reacts to the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. We've got a ton of shorts up on YouTube Shorts and TikTok. It's all there. Links in the description. Links in the bio on everywhere. Mitch, if you want to keep up with us, where can people find us? Find us on the internet at D plus us on your TikToks, your Instagrams. Eventually, maybe all those YouTube, those lovely YouTube Shorts, the YouTube videos are, are doing great. Um, podcast services of choice D plus us should find us wherever you want to find it. A like a five-star review. Let us know what we're doing. Well, what we're not doing well, what you'd like to see changed about the content. We want to make this for you. And we want to make this something that we can be proud of. And we can't do that without your help. So thank you for those who have given us constructive criticism, who have left those comments, who have left those reviews. All of that engagement does help get people to see it because we just love hanging out and talking Disney stuff and you continuing to, you know, engage with it just gives us another reason to keep doing it. Yeah. Also, it, Griffin at Griffy at Griffy Deep Out everywhere at Mister Mitch George. Yeah, we yeah. don't matter. It's really just the show. Um, yeah. Not seriously, folks. Thank you for hanging around. It is our pleasure to be doing this every week, and it really is a joy. We do this fully out of love. Please, please keep sticking around because we do love having you here. But we do have to go, so we will see you next time. But until then. Have a magical day.